Welcome to the Align, Awaken, Heal podcast. I am Vanessa Garraway. I am a certified data healer, Akashic Records reader, energy healer, and spiritual mindset coach. I am obsessed with helping women on the rise identify, heal, and transform the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from living a life they love and turn them into new, positive, and supportive ones so they can create, manifest, and live in true abundance. My goal with this podcast is that you will feel inspired to follow your own soul path to awaken, align, and heal so that you can tap into and remember the infinite potential that you are, be, and that which resides within you. I am here to share my own path of soul awakening and remembering with you on such a deep level so as you too can be activated and initiated into your own gifts and power. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast and hitting play today. And if you are ready to tap into the magic of who you are at a soul level, let's dive in. All right, so... I have a very special guest today. I'm so excited. My dear friend Melanie is here with me, my ride or die soul sister. She's a talented energy healer, the author of Moving Beyond Your Narcissistic Experience. Did I say that right? Yes, <laughs> okay, absolutely. cool. All right, as I always butcher that word. So <laughs> I am so excited that you're here with me today. We're going to have a super chill conversation. Um, but first, I want you to introduce yourself. I introduced you, but now I want you to introduce who you are to the world. <laughs> well, thank you, first of all, for being so kind, for being so loving, for being so amazing. Um, yeah, my name is Melanie Kidd. Um, I'm actually from Texas. United States, and um, I have three children, and a loving husband, and um, five cats now. <laughs> You're officially a cat lady. And, uh, <laughs> just, just, a, just, a, just a few, you know. Um, and um, as you mentioned, I had just uh, published my book that uh, kind of... Um, came from you know uh own personal experience i guess that's what i was looking for and um i'm just trying to you know have people have support going through things or healing from the narcissistic experience and come into love with themselves and around themselves um much quicker than I did. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I I don't doubt that that book is going to do that for so many people. And you're also planning on creating a course around it too, right? Yes. It's I in the works. Am, I've actually already started. Um, things are, as you know, they're coming in. They're dripping in slowly. And uh, it's being put together between me and God. And it's... You know, at first I thought it was, and it's always so great because you, you have that uh, little expectation of how things is, are going to be created and how they're going to be. And then you go through the experience of creating it and they turn out quite differently a lot of times. And um, that happens while we're growing ourselves 
you know, and other things come into our experience. So um, I think it's 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 going to be a great support and a little extra, you know, for them to, to take that extra step to to uh, be independent and happy and, you know, feel the love. Awesome. We are going to circle back to this for sure. Before we get into all of the juicy details, though, I pulled a card for us today. And you're going to laugh when I show you what card it is. It's Green Terra. It's what? Green Terra. Oh, my God. Of course. Right? Of course. Okay. So (laughs) when I go into the Goddess Power Oracle, Green Terra, the empowerment message that's behind it is the divine has intended you into being and giving, or sorry, and given you the assignment to explore life through certain perceived limitations. You are meant to learn about life and all its complexities, especially learning about how to be in community with others. Green Tara, the Tibetan goddess, also known as she who saves, says that you will never be alone in life's journey. The compassionate savior goddess of intimate friendship will ensure that the right people will show up for you at the right time. Green Tara reminds you that your needs will always be met. You don't need to know the how, as that is her domain. You just need to trust, and the goddess Green Tara will use her magic on your behalf. You are safe and secure and always in the care of the divine. Oh, I love that. Right? between you and I. Isn't it? I know. It it flew out of the deck and I'm like, come on. I'm like, how this card could not be more perfect because I feel like that's exactly what you were for me. Like you were just an R. Like you were just the most divine companion delivered at the most divine timing. And we've just developed this beautiful, like close friendship for everybody who's listening in today. Like Melanie and I talk almost every single day, (laughs) almost every single day about something, anything, everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. (laughs) Like when I say you're my ride or die, you're my ride or die for sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I want to know when did you first feel that pull to go on your spiritual journey and what was kind of like the catalyst for it? What was your like jumping off point? What made you decide that this is it? I have to do this. You know, it was, it was quite frankly, something very small. And I think if I, if on a soul level, I wasn't ready for it, I would have never noticed it. Um, I was, it was in a Facebook group and I had this, I'd seen this one post from this um, coach and I was, for some reason, a lot of times I just scan through posts or just kind of, you know, feel if I want to read it or not. If I don't feel like reading it, just taking, looking at the pictures, whatever, whatever captures my attention, it did. And I was reading it completely and I just had that feeling of, I have to talk to her I just really have to talk to her so I reached out to her and I had uh, booked a session with her and that's when it all started that's when you know I came 
I came into this session as I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with everything. I just don't want to live my life the way I'm living anymore. I don't want to be angry anymore. I want to, I want to just have a beautiful life. And I just was so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And um, I think, you know, the divine just brought me or brought her to me. And that's where it all started. And then it just, it just catapulted in this huge, beautiful journey. It was, it was insane because she was telling me, I don't know, I don't remember if it was the very first session or the second session that we had, because we had one, I think within a month after that again. Oh yeah, definitely within a month. Um, it might have been the second session where she told me that I have gifts myself and I was laughing hysterically at her. <laughs> like there's no way that I'm supposed to do what you're doing. I don't know I don't know what you're thinking, but you know, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel like I'm good enough. I did I felt like I could never do anything like that. Like me? No, never. And here we are. You know, we're still in, in contact with our coach. In fact, it's, she's been our mentor for the past two years. And she's still one of our best, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. She's a wonderful friend. She's a wonderful mentor and coach. And um, yeah, I don't yeah, I know for sure I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for her, quite honestly. So what do you think switched? When, what what do you think changed that you started to believe that A, you had gifts, B, you were meant to use them, and C, you were worthy of, like, stepping into this? I think I'm going to try to not quote 100% but the the book that I I absolutely love and that I've been reading the conversations with God perfectly describe exactly how it how it happens it's not so much that you're learning your gifts and that you're learning things that as you remembering you remembering who you are you remembering glimpses of 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 things that you have had in your past as in for example my gift of knowing, I, I my biggest gift is knowing. And I, I remember, in like even when I talk to my mother now, this is one of those situations we always go back to. We always say, hey, mom, do you remember that one time when I came into your bedroom and I woke you up? And because we, you know, in, I grew up in Germany. And when you you know, are getting ready to join the workforce. When you get out of school, you're supposed to write applications. And back then they said, you're supposed to write about a hundred applications to make sure you get this apprenticeship, right? And I had no intention of writing a hundred applications. I didn't want to. And I just felt like I didn't have to. So I walked over to my mom. At that point I had written six six applications now remind you we didn't have the computers and print and all that stuff i had to type that stuff up on the on the typewriter but um i was like mom i don't think i have to i don't think i have to write anymore like i think what i did is enough and she's like you know what i think you're right and guess what 
I got an apprenticeship out of those six applications. I never wrote a hundred. And it's still something that we go back to where we're like, we just knew in our, in our heart that this is right. And you know, it, it's weird because I just always thought there's something everybody has is something, you know, and, and technically we all do. It's just that most, most people don't get in touch with that feeling. But it's remembering. It's really remembering who you are and what you can do and accepting it as true. Right. So what you're, you're like, knowing is your strongest gift. Like, so for myself, like, I'm very clairaudient and clairvoyant. And it's interesting that you brought your mom into it because does your mom, do you feel like that's her strongest clairsense as well? Is that knowing? Yeah. Yeah. I do believe so. I do believe it's something that got handed down, at least from her. Um, I my my personal feeling is that the previous generations pretty much cut themselves off of their gifts. They may have been there and passed down. I don't think they they had much access to it uh, or didn't want to or just you know just um, felt like suppressing them in one way or another. Um, but yes, definitely. That's interesting because when I look at how my mom kind of communes with the divine when, when she does, it's kind of the same. Like she's very, um, like she'll dream. So for me, that's mm -hmm. visual, right? Like, cause you're kind of in a visual yeah. sense dreaming. So she's, I think she's probably passed down her clairvoyance to me as well it's just a matter of like honing that gift in and like really sharpening it so I find now that I know how to use the two of my strongest gifts better more gifts have kind of come through and are getting stronger as I work with them but I feel like the one that you have that just that clear knowing is really probably the most difficult one for me personally to tune into and for a lot of others as well because it's just this like guttural knowing how did you sharpen that how did you make it so clear that you couldn't deny it honestly it comes to that point where you have to understand the the knowing between knowing and opinion because mm. a lot of us confuse it with, is it just my opinion? Is it just something I'm thinking? Or is it something divine that's been just placed in my body, right? Right. And that really comes down to just truly believing in your gift. Yeah. That's all it is. That it's trust. It's that part where you need to accept it. And, and just like, you know, just like the, let's go back to the, to, to the book Conversations with God. He, for the longest time, was thinking, too, it's like, is this just my mind? Like, am I just making this all up, or is this conversation really happening? Yeah. You have to believe it. In the end, it also doesn't really matter which, you know, which one it is. But you just have to believe that this is true, and it's really just um, practicing. Also, you know, you, you kind of be like, okay, I have this knowing and you voice it or you talk about it or you explore it and you see really what's going on. You know, if you really feel like you need to have the facts straight for some people instead of just, you know, blindly trusting it. But um, in the end, it really just comes down to faith and trust. I find too, there's like a certain energy behind it. Like for me, like when I hear something, because in your head, 
it sounds like your voice for the most part, unless like I've had angels come through and there's a different tone to it. And when I'm having a conversation with the creator, there's a definite different tone and he talks different than I personally talk, but there's almost like this energy behind it where it's more serene, it's more calm, it's more grounded, it's more etheric than the the crazy chatter that happens that's from the ego in your mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I also feel there's actually a physical placement, if that makes sense. And it was weird. I never noticed that until I was reading the book and he said the exact same thing where he said the voice comes from the right and it's kind of like above and then it, it's just for me it's right here on the right and it's got slightly above towards the front that's where it comes from versus when I think it just seems to be in my head or yeah. lower down here it's yeah. just a very different like just just even location yeah. it is very and once you once you figure that out where exactly it's coming from you can you can tell exactly what's talking to you if it's your ego or if it's the divine because like i said one feels more like towards the back like in you in in i don't know in your neck sort of region and then the other part is just just outside it comes almost like for me like it's almost like in front and above yeah so i understand where you're coming from Yeah. yeah Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting that you mentioned that because I never would have put two and two together to mention that, but it makes so much sense because like I would never think about mentioning it because I would be like, of course, it's like where it is. (laughs) Right. It's natural. It becomes so natural that you don't necessarily think about it anymore. Right. So that's cool. Okay. So what has your experience, I know, (laughs) but I want you to share it here. What has your experience been like in terms of your ascension? Because everybody thinks that it's all rainbows and sunshine. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. There are more valleys than than, than Mm -hmm. mountaintops. That's for sure. Um, and I think that's because, you know, there's no way of getting to the mountain top other than going through the valley. It's just you have to. And 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 the the I guess because ascension journey, you can't go up before you know, you go down. So you're gonna have to go through the healing and the healing is messy and it's it's painful at times and very dark sometimes and sometimes it's um yeah a void sometimes it's absolutely nothing and you just feel feel like i don't really know who i am i don't really know what i'm doing right now i'm just floating right so you're just trying to sort of survive in a mental soul kind of capacity right um obviously you still sort of function you're functioning better as a as a physical being but uh, on a soul level and a mental level, it's very, very exhausting. It really can be. But I feel like those things are so temporary and so worth it in the end because this, you know, 40-year 
of living maybe not 40 years because obviously I didn't start out angry as a child but you know um <laughs> let's say you know 20 30 years of living with with certain emotions and and up until then not understanding why at all why am I feeling the way I'm feeling you know and in my case because I had no recollection of what was happening or what had happened to me so I was like why am I Am I feeling this way? What what happened? Like I, I nothing happened to me. I was, you know, like a normal child. Nothing great happened. Nothing bad happened that I knew of. And I'm like, what? What? Why? Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And why can't I just be normal? You know. And for that to finally end is such a oh, it's such a blessing because I wouldn't I wouldn't really want my worst enemy to live like that for the rest of their life it's just no place of being who wouldn't rather be happy you know yeah exactly so what gifts have you kind of like received on the back end because like we know it's not rainbow and sunshine and roses all the time going through this journey you and I have done this side by side for the last two years and it's been we've had moments of like oh my god it's so fucking amazing this all of this amazing stuff is happening and I feel like I'm on top of the world but then there's also moments where I'm like Melanie I'm gonna die (laughs) so what are right (laughs) it's so true so what are some of the gifts that have that you've really received on the back end of going through this journey that have like made it worth it not just like you know, I feel better. I'm not angry or anything like that anymore. But like some of the true, like real deep gifts that you have received, received back in terms of like how you work with your clients and how you're moving forward with like helping them through their healing journey. Yeah. So the, the understanding of my gift of knowing the understanding and listening to the part where I can hear things. Um, obviously, I was always very envious of you and other people who had, had well, you know I was. I know, we've um, had conversations about the, it. <laughs> the seeing part, I wanted to see, I wanted to see so badly that Divine was like, oh yeah, you do? You want to see so badly? Okay, how about we turn your other ones off for a while? And maybe then you'll appreciate what you have. So that didn't go so well for a little while because I realized that I took it for granted. Mm. Um, I do see things um, in, in, I mean, I feel like it's getting stronger, but I'm also realizing it's not, it's not the biggest gift there is. They all are, you know, it's just a different version of it, you know? And, um, you know, being able to understand, like, for me, my biggest gift, I feel for myself and for humanity, and as big as this may sound, is the understanding of the narcissistic mind, the understanding how they are, who they are, what they do, why they do what they do, and help them and help the people that surround them and live with them in one way or another, you know, it is just, because when I, when I look around now and I look at all these people, all these, um, 
what do you what do you call it you you they have their judgments about them and how terrible they are and because they, they're mostly bad judgments there's there's very very few people who really truly understand what's going on and if you look anywhere pinterest and whatnot you have all these these quotes and 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 ideas and how they are and it's just so so not true you know like there's so much more to the whole story about you know like the power of perspective i think here is is the biggest part that that i've been trying to help people see because i have i, I want to say i have yet to meet a person who's not affected by a narcissist one way or another sometimes it's our family you know mom dad sometimes it's our spouse sometimes it's our boss sometimes it's a friend or whomever but uh they surround us and you know some are worse some are not you know too bad but it's it's a beautiful perspective to have um where you can help people see their heart and where they're coming from and um you know, I, I mean, obviously I help other people too that just want to find the love inside. Um, but I really felt for a long time that anything that, when it comes to narcissism and, and their people, that's really what I'm here to guide most people, you know. Well, you have, yeah, you have firsthand experience with that um, in your well, own life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, many of them because i i've i've had them in in many different aspects of my life yeah and i know that like for me you've always been over the last two years you've always been like this little lighthouse of perspective for me whenever i need whenever i'm working through something you're like my go-to person for like that higher perspective because you always you have this incredible ability to just kind of zoom out and be like, have you thought about it this way? Looked at it that way? Maybe it's not really what you think it is. And I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> there she That's goes. Projector in me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that perspective, you know, that, and, and a lot of times, you know, it took, it took a little bit of time for me to really embrace that too, because, you know, you yeah. don't want to, it's always says you don't want to hurt people. You don't want to tell them, hey, you know, maybe you're taking this the wrong way. Maybe you, you're thinking this a little, you know, maybe you need to change your perspective. And because a lot of people don't want to do that. Now, no. they're very open to that because <laughs> you understand that there is an opportunity for growth and opportunity for learning. But a lot of people just take offense. Well, so, if they change their perspective or see it a different way, that immediately makes them wrong and they don't want to be wrong. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So a lot of people Absolutely. can't handle that because then they go into this mode of like, oh my God, well, if I'm wrong, and then they start like judge, judge, judging themselves. Like they go into this little pity party of judgment for themselves and, you know, and they can't handle that, that being wrong part. Yeah. Yeah. Instead exactly. of moving through yeah. it and healing it, right? They just sit. They rather just sit back and be like, "Well, no, I, I don't need a higher perspective because I know I'm right." Yeah. <laughs> well, because because it, that's their comfort zone. Yeah. And that's understandable. Sure. The comfort zone is created. It's called a comfort zone because it's safe. Because yeah. you know, from all the insecurities that have been built up by the outside as they're growing up. 
um, from all the trauma that has happened, it's something where they feel safe and they know nothing's going to happen. So the soon, you know, as soon as they get pushed out of that zone, it's it's like a fight or flight reaction. So it's completely understandable why they feel the way they feel. But you know, I always, you know, from in, from my personal perspective, it's just yeah. But there's more. There's more to life. Yes. You know? So I, I don't want to be sitting here. Like, I'm, I'm, I literally envision it as a little room full of pillows, you know, like a comfort zone. Like, and I just don't want to be stuck here. Like, how about we open the door and explore some, some new areas of the house, right? And see, maybe there is a really messy room and we should start cleaning that up, you know? And, I, and that's just how I feel like we should treat our life, like a big house waiting to be explored. Some rooms are messier than others. Some, you know, need a lot of cleaning up and some probably need an exterminator and whatnot. But, <laughs> you know, in the end, it's all worth it because you may live in the most beautiful mansion there is but you don't know because you're not exploring it that is such a good analogy i love that i really love that yeah ah you channeled that oh it's beautiful (laughs) i love it (laughs) i love it um okay what else do i have here I have what what I was going to ask was but I think we might have already explored this a little bit it was like what are your superpowers in terms of like your psychic senses and then how have you really tapped into them and strengthened them and I think we kind of already touched on what your superpowers are and how you've really kind of embodied them and brought them into your your physical body um, yeah. I think it's really for everybody just to, to, if there's an inkling that you think you have something, trust that. Yes. And then, then keep, keep, keep trusting that. Keep having faith and then just keep going and then see what lights you up. Like it took me a little while to figure out what my niche is, where, where am I going with this? You know, what, what am I supposed to do here on right. earth? You know? But then every single time when I was, when because I had a lot of people coming to me all the time, and this was even before I started this journey, they would come to me for some reason, like, hey, I'm dealing with this person, this person, and I'd be like fired up, I'm like, okay, I need you to do this and this and this. And it was how, as it was really strange how it came to me too, because because of the language barrier, me living over here, growing up in Germany, and English being my second language, um, I never knew the word narcissist. It never occurred to me to even think about it, learn about it or whatnot, because as far as I knew at the time, I was never confronted with anybody, right? Because we don't know until we know. And I didn't know. <laughs> so it wasn't until I was in a, in, a, in, a, in, in a relationship that wasn't going very well and I went through Pinterest and a pin just appeared out of quote-unquote nowhere right and um it just never <laughs> there's no coincidence <laughs> and um it was describing a narcissist and for some reason I felt drawn to read it and and my eyes almost popped out of my head because I was like oh my god you know 
and I had a huge realization. And then I started learning some things about it. And it was very strange because to me, like, I physically probably spend about an hour learning about things and and certain situation and how to how to properly uh, behave. So you know you're not getting exploited and and things like that. But just by remembering that that is my purpose and that I already know everything there is. I literally felt like I downloaded thousands of years worth of knowledge about it. Oh, interesting. It, it, it just felt like I know everything there is. Everything then I started hearing was like, yeah, I already know this. Although I physically have never really read it or learned it. I just remembered it. Right. And and now it's like when people, you know, people come to me a lot and not just because that was before I wrote the book, before I even like started advocating about it, you know, and yeah, it was it was, it was strange how how they always felt drawn to me and asked for advice, and I felt just so amazing being able to help, you yeah. know, because I knew how it was when you when you're in a situation where you just feel like there's no way out, you know, right. So when you started going to the process of writing the book, I mean, I know that it was a really divine process for you. Would you say that like most of the information that's in that book was divinely downloaded? Like what process did you go through in order to start, write, and complete the book? Well, the overall from conception to end was a very long process because... (laughs) I was um, in a Reiki session, um, and I was told that I was supposed to write a book, and I just laughed hysterically because I was like, "There's no way! No, I don't know. You got you got this wrong. You must have the wrong wrong person, right?" I had uh, another Reiki session with the same person. I want to say six months later, nine months later, something like that, and she's like, "No, you're supposed to write a book." And at that time, I, not thinking about it in the meantime, but I was like, now that feels more true. Now it feels like truth, but. You had been through a lot though, haven't you? Like you had already done a lot of your ascension in those six months. Yeah. Yeah. In those six to nine months, I learned about my childhood trauma that was suppressed um, for I don't know, 30, 30, 35 years. Um, And I had to heal a lot of um, the wounds that were inflicted or all the traumas that had happened. And um, I had to, I don't even know if I had a connection to God yet. I kind of doubted, not not in the sense that I have now. Um, And um, so, but I, I had this feeling that this was, this time it was true. Okay, there is a book, but I don't know about what. And then I had another session. And at that point, we must have been like a year and a half later. And I was like, now I know what it is about. And it just, I just started writing. And then um, the first part came together fairly quickly. 
And then all of a sudden, everything stopped. And I could tell I was going through another, like, part, like, my personal ascension, expansion. And then all of a sudden, I realized the book has a second part to it. There's more to it. It's, it's going a different route, sort of. So um, that kind of came in slowly and surely. And then I started writing. And um, from the beginning of me writing till the time it was edited and published was, I want to say, about nine months. Yeah. So, like, in that process... Because a lot of times, like, you'll, you know, it. I think that we get caught up in this, like, old paradigm bro way of doing it. Where we're like, you know, you, you sit down, you figure out what the book is going to be about, you start writing the book, you kind of outline the book, and, you know, have the chapters each outlined. Did you go through that process, or was it completely, f- like, flow? Yeah, I just wrote I just wrote, 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 and then, you know, if there was a title, uh, like a chapter title, I wrote it down. If there wasn't, I didn't. Um, and then I just kind of went over it later, then again, and did that afterwards. But no, I did not. I just started writing. Um, and it's, you know, I can see it now with the second book that is coming through now. The first thing that came through, which was different from from the first book is the title. The title came through very clearly and what the overall is about. And then I was like, okay, well, it happens when it happens, right? I'm not in a rush or, you know, I don't set myself down and force myself to write. I write when I want to write, when I feel like this is right, here's an idea or whenever anything comes through. And then it was, I think it was like a week or two ago, all of a sudden I was actually reading a book and I was just forced to put everything down, take my computer out and start writing. I mean, it was like a page, but it was this, it's time. It's time. Yeah. So it's so funny it's that you, it's so funny that you tell that story. Cause I have my own where it was like, and I was telling you that they were telling me, just go write. You're not going to yes. do this. You're going to go write. And they kept like cock blocking me on everything I was doing that day. And I'm like, damn it. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. I think the more you start um, embracing your gifts, the more you feel like they have, I don't want to say control over you, but they definitely have more access to you. And then you start noticing things more. And then it just, sometimes it feels like somebody's standing right next to you and they're screaming at you. And you just like, my God, all right. right. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a weird experience, but yeah. it's, it's fun. I mean, it just feels so good to just, just listen, you know, to just go with with what feels good. In the end, it always feels so much better. It doesn't feel like forced control. It just feels like divine flow. And it feels really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you on that one for sure. For sure. Okay. So is there anything you want to talk about? In Any, general? Anything else you want to discuss today? <laughs> Anything I missed? I don't know. You definitely never miss anything. Um, <laughs> oh, I definitely do. But thank you for that. <laughs> stroke my ego. Stroke. Everything, 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 everything 
everything as it should be, right? <laughs> I just feel like people need to hear, they need to understand that wherever you're at, it's okay. Yes. That, yeah. that you know, the most important part about life is love. I understand that. But even that takes time. It takes some commitment to, to you know, really really adept and and really embody all of all of the truths because you know even though I could stand in front of the mirror and say oh I love you I love you I love you and and feel that it was somewhat true I would still say really bad things about my body you know and yes that's not still not self-love like I think you know I think we need to all start treating ourselves like our best friend right there are certain things we wouldn't say to them certain things we encourage them to do certain things we just you know do for them and yet we have a lower standard for ourselves and i think if we could treat ourselves as our best friend i think that's a really good starting point for a lot of people i think you're because right they, yeah i mean yeah. you're worth it you know, you are an incredible human being. And there was something that I listened to this morning as I was listening to my books. Um, it's just that part where we need to understand that every moment that we're living right now, whatever we were, whatever mistakes we've made, they're not important. They're not who we are right now. And yeah, I think that's a very good lesson to learn. That is a very good lesson to learn. I think also something that's just come through for me is that as you were talking about like loving yourself like a best friend or treating yourself like a best friend, it's almost like if you could just close your eyes and instead of seeing yourself as the body that your soul is in, mm -hmm. if you could see your soul that's inside your body you would probably have, we would all have a different relationship with each other and with ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because there's, there's so much more to it. There is, is it's so much bigger than we are. In this little body that we have right now, because most people yeah. don't understand that the, the part of your soul that's inside your body is so tiny compared to like what's actually outside and all around you still connected to creator right yeah yes it's i think that's so much bigger part. yeah absolutely yes yeah i agree all right well thank you i think we should wrap it up um where can everybody get your book amazon okay good old amazon <laughs> And um, uh, they can either look up my name. It will also show a book that I collaborated on a couple of years back. I did like one chapter in there, <clears throat> but reading that chapter now is almost painful because <laughs> it was so early on in my healing journey that I'm like, oh my God, please don't say about this stuff. Um, but you know, it's part of we my, it was part of my healing journey. And, um, but the other one, the moving beyond the narcissistic experience is 
is yeah you can just move that up as well and um it comes in all types downloadable for e-kindle uh paperback or hardcover perfect okay so i will make sure that i get the link off of you so i can drop it in the show notes as well yeah i listen i appreciate you so much i mean you know that i love you so much i have so much appreciation and gratitude that you were divinely dropped into my life at the most perfect time and that we have the most beautiful relationship we absolutely do and i appreciate (laughs) you so much you have no idea you have no idea you've just always been been there for me and it just allowed me to have a better perspective about things as well and there's so many things i couldn't have gone through without you Aww. I love you. Same. Back at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, my dear. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what I shared with you today, be sure to share it by leaving me a review on iTunes so that I can keep what will best serve you coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, feel free to join me over on Instagram at align underscore awaken underscore heal, where you can also find the link in my bio to join my free private align awaken heal vibe tribe or by visiting my website alignawakenheal.com.